0: yo 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 what's good this is craig shapiro from the craig shapiro tennis podcast and you are listening to the brothers on tennis this is your boy
1: isaac and this is your boy Bryce and of course we are brothers on tennis and we are coming at you today just wanting to have a little chat chat about the world of tennis cuz there's a lot that's happening and a lot that's about to happen y'all they trying to get yes, ready Bryce they trying to get ready man how you how, hey.
0: what what what's what's going on man what what you got I'm excited because now we're starting to see all the big names play right yes they're, they're coming out because they know tournaments are on the schedule mm-hmm. they have to start getting ready yeah. we are probably we what a couple of weeks out now of official tournaments starting in the beginning of um of August so That's right. That's right. um it's going to be what's going to make these tournaments so much more interesting than they've been in the past for a regular year is we don't know who's playing we don't know who's traveling right. we don't know what condition uh, people are in. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of unknowns which could affect the results. So when you just see this player versus that player and you say, Oh, well this player typically beats this player, that might not yes. be the case.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because you know? it will depend on how active they've been, how on top right. of their fitness they've been. And in truth, in my mind, it's going to it's going to it's going to fall a lot on their mental state. Because a right. lot of this is about about mental. And if you don't have those reps in and if you're not you know, if you need those reps in order to really understand how to, you know, to, to make the right decisions in critical moments. The it's mm-hmm. gonna be tight on you. I don't care how talented you are. I think someone like right. yeah, like Sophia Kenyon. I feel like she's gonna be just fine because mentally she's right. just rough. She's a she's a beast when it comes to the mental attitude of things. She's like, I want right. to win. I ain't trying to play with you. Get on out the way, heifers, right? Whereas <laughs> you know you get somebody that's a little you know a little shaky. Um, and right. I won't throw any names <laughs> up there, but I got <laughs> a couple in <of> mind. But <laughs> right. right, I mean you know when they get in pressure points it's like they just they not gonna know what to do and they're and unfortunately i think that it, you're going to see that in these tournaments that are going to come up i feel like we're going to see a lot of upsets happening at right. like the u.s open i because i just think mm-hmm. that people are not going to be ready mentally to get to, not. to, 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 to what's, how about your viewpoint brother
0: I, I totally agree with everything you said i mean that that's exactly the state of the game today and it's Mm -hmm. to be expected i mean people haven't been playing and it's it's funny because i don't know why in my mind i just naturally thought most professional tennis players have a tennis court in their backyard i just just, yeah i agree you just thought that like how because like how most musicians and singers have some sort of a home studio or whatever right right i just figured most tennis players have some sort sort of a court, and, and, and they're at their house or whatever, and to right. find out that really the majority of them don't. Yeah. So yeah. unless they had a private club they could go to or or something else, they were like you and me. They weren't playing.
1: They weren't playing, just stuck trying to exercise, and even that was the surprising piece because they didn't even – some of them didn't even have uh, any any type of exercise equipment, like, you know, yeah, waves right. and things. So I was like right. – y- y- Wow. I I don't know. I guess for me, a professional athlete of a certain sport, you would just think Uh that they would have those things. And so I'm very much like you, bro. I was surprised at the number of people that don't have tennis courts and didn't have like a gym set up. Hell, set it up in your garage or something. Well, some of them didn't <laughs> right. even have garages apparently. So, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> well, I guess why have a big shebang at your house if you're on the road probably forty weeks out of the year, right? That,
1: that's a big, that's a big statement right there. Yeah, because if you' out on the road, it's just like why are you why are you
0: paying for all of that and you ain't right. using it?
1: Yeah, that's right. that's fair. that's a good point. Yeah.
0: But that's you cool. know, talking about how you know things that we're expecting to see when tennis starts back, and and this can kind of take us into our conversation on World Team Tennis. And hopefully people are out there watching uh, World Team Tennis. We've got some nice big names out there. But one of the things that I have noticed about World Team Tennis is that the Women's Tennis Association, their tour, they're going to have a problem when they start back playing. And that problem's name is Kim (laughs) Kleister. I'm serious. Kim Kleister is going to be a problem for the majority of the women on the WTA tour. I, I what don't even, think, Isaac? bro, I I don't even have
1: words to say. <laughs> I <laughs> I mean Kim Kleisers is like, first of all, y'all Americans ain't nobody scared of you. Ain't nobody scared of none of y'all. So I'm gonna handle up on your little Grand Slam champion. I'm gonna handle, up. and I'm gonna tell you what: there was a reason why Venus Williams did not play when the Washington played New York, because Venus was like, "I don't want none of that right now." I don't want not, none of that Kim Kleister. I don't want none of that Kim, that Kim right now. So she was sitting on the bench with her little umbrella and little pink hair, right with the pink bows, and she was Team like, I do, "I do not want any of that Kim Kleisters," because Kim is like, "Look." i am trying to let y'all know that i am back and i am for real and and bryce i'm gonna tell you what and i, I and this is see this is I, i'm just gonna be very honest with you and i'm very very nervous about this point i do i do not want kim clysters to face serena williams because i i think i think i think Kim might smack serena up she might be driving like <laughs> This thing, right. I'm the mama. I'm the one that done want some things as the mama. You still right. got some stuff you need to work through. I do not want Kim seeing Serena no. doing. Dude, no. Serena I, Kim Kleister look good, dog. T- tell me Bryce Bryce, what is your what's your view
0: on Kim Kleister's right now, based on what you've hey, seen? Here's the here's the thing that is very scary about Kim Kleister's right now. She clearly is not a hundred percent in shape. Right. I mean she right. definitely looks like somebody's mama out there right <laughs> But right right but so if she's not completely in shape and she is beating these girls down like this like this she could, if you're not keeping track right now in world team tennis in singles she is five and up. she is beating Sophia Kennan, who just won the Australian Open. She's beaten Sloane Stevens, which kind of I guess most people do nowadays. U.S. US Open though, U.S. but but Congress, she won the U.S. Open and, and French Open, Open finalist. That's right, right. Uh, Danielle Collins, who doesn't give anything away, right? Correct. And then there were two other busters. She should have beat that. She did beat. she yes, did. But is. right, but ain't nobody else five and zero. Nobody else in the singles, you know, in <laughs> world nobody. 2 tennis. Nobody, and I think I think Kim was so ready to come back and then corona happened and i think she has just been sitting on the edge of her seat to get back out there Correct. and um you know yeah i pray for serena that kim ain't playing in that top seat open and let's
1: well, but you know what though bro i hope she is because then that <laughs> way she could square up on her she could find out what her game is and if she uh-huh. do get smacked up on, I feel like that'll light a fire under Serena. So if they do meet in the U.S. Open, she'll be ready. Oh, I would much right. rather Kim smack her up in, <laughs> like, in that Kentucky tournament than at the U.S. Open. <laughs> Serena needs to bring it at the U.S. Open. She needs not be playing. She, right, needs to, right. yeah, she needs to go for the throat at, 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 at U.S. Open. But, yeah, I hope Kim actually is in that one because they need to meet up and they need to fight. And if Kim happens to win that battle, hey, good good on you, Kim. I'm about to say we about to. I was gonna call her Aussie Kim again, but hell, she might be America Kim after she, she beat up all these damn US Americans. Kim. Yeah, U.S. Right? Kim, cause she just st- she's stealing on the U.S. bro. She's like, hey, why you you?
0: <laughs> and I tell you what, if you don't know what we're talking about, Serena has signed on to play the Top Seed Open, which will yes. be played in Lexington, Kentucky. It's a new tournament, but it's kind of the tournament that was typically played for the women in D.C. They've right. just changed locations. Uh, and Serena will be the top seed because for this level of tournament or whatever, I guess they can only have one player from the top ten right. in the tournament. So that's Serena. So everybody else would be uh, you know, below the top ten. Well, we know Kim Clijsters ain't in the top ten, so... She very well may be there, but... And she in the States. And she is in the States. But, you know, even with Serena, it's going to be good to see her. We've we've seen videos of Serena. We've seen her in pictures. She seems to look like she's physically in shape. She She looks good. We want to see her hitting the ball. Um, So I'm glad we're going to have an opportunity to see her play in this. I don't know. What do you think? Does this mean that she's not going to play Cincinnati in New York? Or right. do you think she – because that might be a lot for her to play that and then just go into the next week of the U.S. Open.
1: Correct, and I think you're right, bro. I th- well, I think it will, de- it will depend on her results. So if she gets okay. to Lexington and gets stolen on early, I think she'll probably try and play Cincinnati just to keep getting those reps. But right. if, she, if she goes far, which I would, I would imagine she should expect from herself, again, given that it's a lower tier, she's the top seed, so on and so forth, she should be able to go in there, wipe up on some folk, get her reps, right. start feeling good. And if that's the case, yeah, she definitely should not play the Cincinnati Open, which is now in New York this year. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah, but, yeah. but 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 let's not get away from World Team Tennis. Le- let's stay, um, yeah, exactly. Right. It, it, it's been really good. We've had coverage on both ESPN. Today yes. it was on um, CBS. Yes. Um, I got a chance to see uh, Venus play today, and and I must say, I mean Venus looks okay. I mean, you know, she ain't ready to be winning anybody's tournament yet, but you know, for somebody just coming off playing off of coronavirus, she looks pretty good. The strokes looks the, the strokes look good. Her serve, she has a modified service motion than we're we're normally used to seeing. So. Uh, but it didn't look like it impacted her. she she was putting some bombs in. she um, uh, she wasn't double faulting. I think I saw maybe one double fault today. Um, she's still, I mean she's still is playing, uh, you know a little bit too much like me, you know, a few too many force four but <laughs> but you know, like I was saying to you earlier, Isaac, we don't really want her to peek in. World Team Tennis. We on a no. peak at the U.S. Open, so that's let's exactly go ahead right. and get these reps in. Let's get these games in, and uh, and hopefully maybe she can be a factor.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean that's a, you 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 said it absolutely spot on, bro. These are this is the time where Venus needs to be kind of getting out there practicing and shoring up some of her strokes. Again, That serve, try and get her movement, her fitness right. I think you were kind of saying there was a little bit, she got a little gas kind of, you know, in in the, and so, you know, that just means that she just got a little bit more fitness work that she needs to do. But at the same time, you know she, she she can she needs to use this time and and just get herself ready to really show out and ball out at the US Open right. because that's where you want those results to really come into play. Right. This, you know this is this is all good, you know' it's, right. it's all good. And it was
0: funny because I was thinking, oh, Venus is going to be in such good shape because she's been having these videos every day where (laughs) she's rolling around on the mat and stretching with celebrities and all that kind of stuff. But I forgot, that's a whole different type of conditioning than running after a ball that's been hit at you seventy miles an hour. (laughs) That's exactly right. It's a whole different type. Yeah, it's a whole different energy
1: level than short bursts, you know, quick bursts that you have. Right, um, right. Much different than yoga. So while she looks good, I think that there are still elements of her fitness that she's gonna to have to work on in order to be able to, you know, get her tennis
0: fitness right. Right. Yeah, and and, and and before we get off of world team tennis, I do want to give a shout out to American Tommy Paul. I saw <laughs> that I saw that he beat Sam Query uh, today Jesus. in World Team Tennis. <laughs> and I swear I swear I haven't seen Tommy Paul win anything in a year. So <laughs> Dude, he has not won anything. <laughs> I
1: don't understand what is going on. Tommy Paul is not that bad, but he, but remember what I said, Bryce, it's the mental. He's got right. a great game. He's very, fit. he's very quick. I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I've underestimated how quick Tommy Paul is. But right. it's that mental, man, because he's had several times where he has been able to really lock down a match, and that mental right. just ain't right, bro. Right, ain't right. 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 It's, it's not so, there yet. He's not, not there
0: yet. I can see Tommy Paul being one of these type of players that has a a later maturation of his game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. He's gonna. I think he's gonna need a couple of two to three years to really kind of season on the right. tour. He's not gonna right. be one of these young bucks that's coming in there and knocking off the big three or anything like that. They no, they will no. steal on him consistently, um, but. <laughs> You know but it's just good it's good to have some good young americans in and and cute right
1: exactly exactly yeah and and we've got that we've got a good number of young folk up in there so hopefully they can you know they can represent and hold it down while the others kind of get their maturity right so um yeah yeah, but yeah, Tommy, he make me laugh every time I see him. I'm like, oh, how he gonna lose this time? <laughs> I know
0: he 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 literally finds ways to lose, except for today because he, he told Sam Query to come here. I got something for you today. <laughs>
1: That's so yeah. good. I'm glad he finally got right. that off his back. Good lord, maybe that'll help him. Yeah, oh, but, but and, you know, I'm also, try- oh, go and, ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say also shout out to Philly man. Philly's actually playing some, you know, once again, I mean, they always kind of show out in, in uh, World Team Tennis, but it seems wow. like they them in New York are, are kind of rising rising to the top of the crop right there, man. Yeah. You know, like well, we, you, we, we yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I was like, you, you know we got love for Philly, so, you know, that is exactly. good to see yeah. that. Good to see <laughs> that. And, and, and shame on our local squad, Orange County Breakers, you know they, that that's Tommy Paul should be on that team. <laughs> now, now I shouldn't clown because they've won actually the last two. I mean they've yeah, been yeah, getting they... stole stole on up to now, but maybe right. there's a little bit of a
1: turnaround happening. You know. Yeah, fingers crossed. Because yeah, you're right. They've been getting smacked up on. They you know that's yeah that ain't cool. <laughs> Represent. Now, come on, breakers right right
0: now I'm going to tell you what this whole period that we've had with exhibitions and world team tennis I think has given us an opportunity to see some changes in the game that could help speed the game along make it more attractive for people who are not your traditional tennis followers uh, could also provide some additional excitement to the game and I just made note of three things that I think could be implemented really easy on both men's and women's tour, wouldn't be very disruptive, but it would help move the game along and make it more exciting for fans. And those three things are, I think they should absolutely start playing less. I mean, that, that adds a whole new dimension uh, to the game. Uh, I love that having to have that reaction that athleticism that craftiness of what do you do when the ball hits the top of the net but still lands in on the serve so right, I would right. like to see th- them implement that I would love to see them implement no ad scoring I mean you play a full game we don't need to go through the back and forth with do <laughs> look one point we turn our picks the side and go for it right I think no ad scoring would be easily easy to implement and plus most of the players if you've played juniors or all you know or, or you know amateur tennis or like that you've played no ad scoring so it's not like something like oh what's that how do we play that and they're playing it now right. right the third thing I would like to see them do and and actually dominate team brought this up which I found was interesting probably because he's tired but <laughs> he is talking about replacing the final set of a match With a super tiebreak. So Mm -hmm. if it's a best three out of five set match, the fifth set would be a super tiebreak. If it's a best two out of three set match, the third set would be a tiebreak. It wouldn't come into play if somebody has a straight set win, so it doesn't change that at all. But if it gets to a final set, I like having that super tiebreak. That really shortens a match, it really makes it very exciting, and you've already seen them play long enough if they made it to a final set, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And and the the last thing I'm going to say, because I really have never agreed with this, I hate the fact that all four of the Grand Slams currently have different ways that they end the final set. What other sport at all their majors have different rule changes for each one? I mean, it's already different enough that they're each on different surfaces, but now we have to have a different way that we do the score at the end so I really like the idea of replacing the final set with a super tiebreak. Isaac, you know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, man, you know, in, in thinking about it, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, you know, I've got, I, I, de- I agree, and I have maybe a couple little extra kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I feel like, first of all, the lead thing is, to me, obvious. I don't feel like there are that many lets that it would really, you know change the game or change the outcome I think it would speed things up in fact because anytime you know there's a let it's kind of like they always feel like they need to argue like I didn't hear that that should have been an ace and then they argue with the chair Empire so I feel like from a time standpoint that would also help so I think the let the let thing is most definitely something that I, I agree with you uh, should be implemented um the no ad I'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm with you a little bit torn but I'm with you I feel like there's a lot of drama that kind of happens, time you know, at times when you're going to deuce and ad and deuce and ad. And I think about Roger Federer and all the opportunities he had to break, you know, do breaking and, <laughs> and he don't convert. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it, it kind of makes me I, I, I like I like it in a sense. I, what I guess I would say is I would probably want to at least try it out maybe as a split. So like do the no ad at maybe the lower tournaments, but still keep the regular deuce ad, deuce ad, and maybe your your master series and your and your grand slams. Because I just feel like those are so important that you just, you want that drama that goes with someone trying to break that serve and trying to get that edge. Um, and I just feel like it's so quick with the no ad, so so yeah I'm, I guess I'm what I'm saying is I'm a little indifferent there but I, I definitely support it and I'm definitely in support of the super tiebreaker as as well as the consistency across the majors I think that that's something that um like you said it there needs to be a consistency across all the the major tournaments and like I said having a super tiebreaker to me would be a nice way to just kind of you know close out a very rough match even in a five setter it'd be to me a, right. a really nice way to dedicate that fifth. Set to you know boom let's let's do a 10 pointer or, or whatever if they want to choose something different they can but I, I like that idea bro I really do right. and, and one other quick thing and I know we didn't we didn't kind of mention this but I wanted to throw this out there as well as something that I, I like and I know that there's gonna be a little bit of uh you know because I've heard commentators say I don't know that I like it but for me I actually like the Hawkeye line calling. I don't I know did. what it is but I like the fact that if you know they have the little pre-recorded voices it called it out you ain't know, got all this drama with the lines people and all oh, this oh it was out and they you know looking at the lines person staring and giving them you know side eye ah uh, you need to be focused yeah. on playing and and to me it gives them less excuse to to mm-hmm. be all crazy about something and focusing in on just playing good tennis and competing and I for you, I like that system and I'm actually hoping that it's something that they can integrate in more. I know it may cost some folks day jobs because I believe the Lions people their their job I think those are jobs. I don't think those are like volunteer Probably, positions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so there is something with that. But I don't know. I just
0: I personally like like the, the system itself. What are your thoughts on that, B? Well, they were actually talking about that today on the Royal team tennis, and they oh. because you know they're using that there. And they were saying that there had been basically no complaints from the players. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's it's working well. Um, I like the idea. It may be more of a cost for tournaments now to get that implemented. But I believe they said, and I could be wrong about this, but I believe they said at the U.S. Open, they were going to use that for the outer courts. Because they were only going to have lines people on, I think, Louis Armstrong and Ash Stanton. Right, right. So, uh, so yeah, I agree with you. Take, I mean, love people, but we know with people comes human error, right? Exactly. So take people out of the the equation, uh, and um, you know, let's roll with Hawkeye. Exactly. I, I just feel like that's the
1: right way to go.
0: I mean, you're giving you got yeah, question. yeah. And I was gonna say, and it's still they, you would still have the opportunity for the chair umpire to overrule if something just went haywire with, right with the system know. or something exactly right. exactly
1: yeah i i just it's something i just i just hope that it's something that they continue to pursue
0: right right yeah. i agree yeah, i yeah, like yeah. that so i think the only issue we have though is we know that t- the the tennis world is traditionally very slow to change Correct. um and even some of these changes we've just talked about they've been talked about for years Right. I mean, this isn't like something that's new that came up during coronavirus, right? (laughs) So, you know, I don't know what it's going to take uh, to to make these changes. But um, if there was ever a time to start implementing new things, I I definitely think it's now. That's
1: right. That's right. 2020 to me is the year of change. It's the year of everything. I mean, this year will be remembered for so much. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, if you're going to do something, now is the time. Because I feel like everyone's sort of in that mindset of change because of everything that's been going on. So it's um, the right time to, all, to, to me, bring anything to the table. Because to me, nothing is a bad idea at this stage.
0: Right, right. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, well, let's yeah. continue talking about some of these exhibitions that are going on. And one of the things oh, yeah. I want to I hear you talk about, Isaac, is what is... Tommy Haas doing out here looking like a top forty player still. Listen, I, okay, because <laughs> first of all,
1: because who who did he play first in that grass tournament? Was it uh, was it center? I think it was center. Yeah, Maybe. I think he played center yeah. and the, yeah, and I was but sitting Roof. here like, no, 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 he played Struf in this hardcore one. I
0: did. I don't think he played, he played him in both. Grass. He, he played them on, on both. both? Yeah, oh. he did. He, Okay. Yeah, because he yeah he ended up beating him. Well, he
1: beat him on the hard court, right? Did he beat? I don't think he beat him on grass. He didn't beat
0: him on grass. No, 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 no,
1: no. no, 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 no. He beat him on the hard court, yo, no, yo. No, he he, because because I remember that's right because Haas played center. Because I remember yeah. I was like, this almost could be your grandchild, <laughs> uh-huh. and I was like, what's your old ass it out there? Try to play some tennis, and I was like skeptical because I'm sitting here like you got you know all these pros, you got RBA, and you got team, and you got center, right. and you got these young folk, and I was like, here come Tommy Haas. I'm like, Tommy, what you doing? I tell you what, Bryce, I have completely flipped my mindset and changed my mind. Tommy Haas is looking right. good. Tommy Haas yeah. is like, first of all, look at me, look at my right. shape. I am a right. tennis player. I look good. And he was just like, I mean, Tommy looks like he is, he looked like he's 30. He literally looks like he's a 30-year-old out there mm-hmm. swinging away. And strokes look good, man. They look real they good. They look yeah. real good. And like you were saying, he got up on Stroof, made Stroof break his rocket. He was just like, I cannot believe <laughs> this old-ass man is out here spanking me up like this. Countryman. Right. He took right. Stroof and just shook him around and said, look, you need to move out the way. And I tell you what, he even played Dominique Team very, very he closely. Did. He, he played him well. Remember, because I think they got to a tie break first set. And then I think mm-hmm. he kind of started getting tired. And he started kind of losing, you know, losing the, the 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 fitness there. But dude, Tommy Haas, 42, y'all, 42 right. years old. And he out there doing I mean competing, looking like, like you said, very very much so a top 40 player,
0: if not higher, dude. Bro, I, tell I, me your I, thoughts, I, man. I, all I'm gonna say is Tommy Paul I don't wanna play Tommy Paul. <laughs> <Bob. laughs> he he would be like, I'm gonna show you who the right Tommy is. Let me, let me
1: I will let you know. Man,
0: right. Come on. Well, dog. you know, when I first saw Tommy was in the tournament, I was like, okay, it's it's in Germany. Yeah. Or yeah. or and I was like, they probably, somebody probably drop, dropped out at the last minute and Tommy was like, I'm and here. Tommy was like, I'll, I'll come just, in. I'll, I'll play. stand in, yeah. Man, now the commentators talk about this. They said, Tommy probably doesn't have the desire to be on the tour again. He's tournament director of Indian Wells. He's got whole right. family thing going on. Uh, but if he wanted to, mm-hmm.
1: he absolutely he could. could. He could. And, and and Bryce, yeah, I was sitting here looking at my RBA ended up beating Stroophe on grass on that first round. OK. Yeah, because okay. RBA, yeah, he got them. Because, in fact, I actually thought Stroophe was going to get up on RBA. And RBA mm-hmm. was like, he was like, you forgot who
0: I am. Which is interesting, because I don't think of RBA as, like, a great grass court player. But he did make it deep at Wimbledon. Was it last year or the year before? Exactly. But versus those flat ground
1: strokes, he's got them flat strokes. And that, to me, is the best game style when you are playing on grass because you want that Mm -hmm. ball to slide. And that's why Roberto Batista Agut. I'm sorry, folks. I say RBA, but hopefully y'all know. But if you don't know, RBA, RBA, Roberto (laughs) Batista Agut, now you know. (laughs) Great, great Spanish player. One of the most, you know, uh, non-traditional Spanish players in the sense that he's not like your Rafa and your Verdasco and all the ones that have all that uh-huh. heavy top spin. He plays very flat, and his ball just moves through the court very, very nicely. And to me, wow. his grass court game is just, its, it's it looked good, man. It looked, RBA is just
0: looking good right now to me, though, bro. He's,
1: I, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Good, he's
0: it was good right. to see him looking good again because after he had that great season, he kind of had a bit of a dip. You know, yeah, yeah. and uh, so maybe Corona gave him some time <laughs> to kind of get his game back right. and start looking good. But, um, but you know, continuing to speak about you know th- those players, yeah, Dominique team I think they said he has already played like thirty matches <laughs> and during the Corona exhibition period. Yep, yep. I mean, this guy. <laughs>
1: Dominique team loves to play tennis. I mean, simply, I mean, and we've seen that throughout even his early career, where he was playing like you know eighty plus matches in a season and stuff. I mean, he just plays a lot, and I guess he like Rafa. You know, Rafa's always like, I got to play a lot in order to get my reps, in order to feel good, and I guess that's how team is. So I tell you what, team, you definitely are getting your reps. So you you should have no excuses going into the U.S. Open. I like I said, Bryce. This, to me, is his tournament to lose, unless, of course, we were talking about someone may spoil the party, which makes me me mad.
0: Well, and and let's not keep our listeners in suspense. So, you know, (laughs) something that we found out this week is that uh, the U.S. Open is going to be making their final decision on whether or not they're going to hold the tournament. On July the 31st. Right. So as of right now, everything is still on and everything is still a go. And all the warm-up tournaments are still a go. Now, they've shown footage recently of Rafael Nadal practicing on clay courts, Which is making people feel like he's not looking to go to America, come to the U.S. for the hardcore swing. He's preparing for those uh, Master Series warm-ups on clay and, and to play in the Nadal the, 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 uh, Open. <laughs> exactly. but But they said Djokovic was recently seen practicing on hard court, which annoys me because I've been getting excited for the U.S. Open to potentially happen without the big three. big three. Right. But because of the buster that we know Djokovic is, <laughs> he's going to think, no, Roger, no, Rafa, let me sneak up in here and steal this title. And for that very reason, I will be voting on every Djokovic <laughs> opponent there is if he decides to play. I mean, you can't hate on him for playing. That's his choice if he wants to play or not. Right, I just right. was very excited about the, the idea of having a major without the big three there. I what about one,
1: you? I am 100% with you on that one, bro. I mean, I I'm just I was just tasting that, that U.S. Open without the big three, because again, right. it's it to me then allows for there to be so much, so many more stories, so much right. more broader broader focus, if you will, because they're going to have to then start focusing in on the uh, the outer crowd, if you will, or mm-hmm. crowd. But if Djokovic mm-hmm. is in there, you know what's going to happen. All of the media focus is going to be on Djokovic. Can he win number 18? He'll be one behind Rafa and two behind Federer. And that's going to be the storyline. And, and for me, I'm just, I don't want that storyline for the U.S. Open. I want a storyline of there ain't no big three. Who going right. to step up and snatch right. this Grand Slam title? That, to me, is the more just juicy, you know, mm-hmm. Theme that I want to have going into this year's 2020 U.S. Open. So I am hoping. I, I mean, I I hate to be mean like this, but I, I just I just want Djokovic to stay home. Just focus on on the Rafa Open, i.e. the French Open, and <laughs> and just and just stay home. Just stay home, bro. Right. Stay home. Right. But I but I know he not. I know he not. He gonna come. He gonna spoil it. And it's just gonna be all about Novak.
0: And I'm just gonna be mad about that. Well, one of the people that. I am personally very excited about the U.S. Open, and I would think would be a major contender to win the title. And actually, one of the people that could potentially put it on Djokovic is Berrettini. And Berrettini just won the Ultimate Tennis Showdown, uh, you know, Patrick Moradoglu's tournament, and he beat Cece Paz in the finals.
1: Yes, yes, he did. That was an awesome match, bro. First Uh, of all, let me just give a shout out to Patrick Maratoglu and the UTS crew. mm -hmm. Y'all did a good-ass job. I am not mad at y'all for that tournament. And I'm going to tell you what. That that trophy ceremony that was that was straight up him. I'm Bryce. I don't know if you. Guys I didn't get, see it. I didn't oh, see it. Listen, bro. They had they had the lights and all the like the Hollywood light thing going on. They had this music that had the deep bass kicking. I was like, what? And then they had him kind of you know just kind of walking up to the to the trophy like you know like like he's a you know a god or something just walking up to the right. trophy. And the trophy is this lightning bolt. That they uh-uh. create—it's this big. He gets up to the trophy, grabs a lightning bolt, raises it in the air. The fireworks go off. I was like, "Y'all better do that trophy ceremony." It was incredible. I, they just—they styled out on that event, Bryce. It was excellent. excellent. I'm
0: trying to—I'm trying to tell you, the next star of professional tennis is not Sofia Kenin. It is not Berrettini. <laughs> it is Patrick Mouratoglou. Y'all better. Y'all better go ahead and get ready. He is the next star of
1: professional tennis. He is like, look, y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all, I'm about to be the Nick Voluntary of the 20 of the 2020. I mean, he is he is setting him uh, himself up. He's got like I said, he got Coco Golf. He got C.C. Paz. He can already say he's gotten Serena, you know, to higher mm-hmm. heights and still trying to get to higher heights. I mean, just imagine if she went, when, excuse me, she gets 23, then 24. I mean, his stock just continues to grow, dude. Patrick Maratkin wow. was like, look, tennis is mine. Don't trip. <laughs> like, like, listen, I don't know if you watch the Food Network, but like Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri yeah. just done took over the Food Network because he got mm. grocery games and he got the little the little drive. That's gonna be Patrick Maratta glue with tennis, bro. Yep. He is taking yep. it over.
0: And, and you insane. know what? And I am not mad at him because he's doing it in a quality fashion. Exactly. You know, he and uh and if you haven't, you know, listeners, if you've not seen any video footage of Patrick glue hitting the ball <laughs> on the court, Patrick ain't no joke.
1: He ain't no joke, he can hit. He yeah. I would get out there with him, he'd be like,
0: No, Yo, you know. <laughs> You know, um, speaking of uh, not ready, um, yeah. <laughs> Isaac, <laughs> talk to us a little bit about some of this backlash that Yastrimskaya. Oh, got.
1: yeah. was
0: coached by Sasha? By who, Sasha. Yeah. Who got shown the door by Patrick Morodico. <laughs> Bye. As did Naomi Osaka. Bye.
1: Pope Sasha. Anyway, yeah, Sasha co- coaches Yastrim and Port Your just shrimp, shrimp Now listen, I first of all I can't b- barely say a name right. But listen, y'all. I honestly feel like this is one of those instances where you've just got a got somebody that has their heart in the right place but just didn't have all of the information um, you know, to know that certain things are you know you shouldn't really do. So what apparently she did and, and, and this is what I'm hearing is she she went online at well she basically painted half of her body black. So she did black and, and she, of course, is, is European and or white. So she was trying to show sort of that equality between, you know, the races and, you know, just basically showing her support of everything that's been going on, um, you know, around the around the world. Um, but unfortunately, it came across as she was doing blackface. And for oh, those wow. of you who are not in the U.S., Blackface is not something you want to play with. It is not seen as... It is is very racial. It is very... It's not something that you want to play with. And a lot of people have have gotten a lot of backlash based on, on some of the blackface things that they've done in the past. Well, the minute people saw that, they didn't look at the fact that she was trying to just promote equality. They were looking, they looked at the blackface, and they were just like, oh, no, no, wow. girl, uh-uh, that ain't working. So then wow. she started getting backlash on that. And, you know, and, and, and it's, I think overall, Bryce... Her heart was in the right place. I think she was trying to just make a general statement of "we are all equal." Let's right. you know, let's let's just be good human beings. But unfortunately, it got a little bit misinterpreted. I feel. Um. So yeah, that was out there, which was a bit disappointing. But you know, it's it. it I, you know, she's young. I mean, I think she's right. just just like twenty, if not. She yeah, I think she's like twenty years old. So she's young.
0: Right. Um. So she'll be able to get past this. Yeah. she she'll be all right. It's, it's a tough situation, right? I mean, we're, we're in a period right now where people's sensitivities are, are very heightened. Correct. Uh, and, and I do like the fact that people are calling out things that Absolutely. they don't feel are appropriate. But sometimes you really have to sometimes look at things, now, especially when you're dealing with people who are not from the U.S. and they especially. don't always have, you know, the same understanding of certain things. And you look, I've always said you know, things come down to people's intent. Right. And if you were able to look at what Yastremska did and kind of understand, like, she wasn't trying to do this to be offensive, you can give right. her the feedback so, you know, she she understands kind of going forward what her, her how her actions were received. Right. But, you know, it, it's, it's a tough environment right there. So so props to Yastremska for trying to be, you know, a leader in terms of, you know, you know addressing racial harmony but you know it's just a sticky situation you have to be very careful with what you do and what you say these days that is the truth my brother that is and she's young and she's young she's not some you know 40 year old person that That, has all this world experience exactly she's probably spent 75 percent of her life hitting a ball (laughs) exactly that's very true i mean so yeah it's kind of hard you know (laughs) anyway exactly yeah yeah so so what else is going on in the world, Isaac? Tennis. What else?
1: Should... Well, you know, and, and this is the one thing, and I don't exactly remember how this came up, Bryce, but I was I was kind of you know talking with you about the whole thing around Mirka and Federer, and I think Federer stepped out there and was just like showing mad love to 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 Mirka and was just kind of like you know. Just I, I yeah I guess he had done an interview or something like that. But I mean I just I just feel like you know it was really interesting the fact that again for those of you who don't know Roger Federer's wife was a former WTA tennis player and she mm-hmm. was good she was good. Um, she, she ended up hooking up with Roger and she decided that basically, I mean, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say hooking up, but you know, I mean? right. they ended up getting, it,
0: they got together. That, that was a little casual.
1: <laughs> they got together and, you know, and so she was like, yo, you know, I am okay with sacrificing my career to help support you. So she left right. the WTA and became his manager. And she was actually a part of his his, his team and she uh-huh. was his manager for a little while and then of course the babies started coming they got married and the babies come and they had two sets of twins and then finally after when the, you know leo and the other one was born leo and lenny he she was like "Ooh, i got four kids i can't do this manager thing i gotta leave that alone so she let that go and became a full-time mom and just kind of traveling with roger and and i mean it's just the fact that you know she sacrificed so much, you know, of herself and her career in order to, again, support, you know, Roger. And, right. and, 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 and again, I shouldn't say that because they're a team. And I think that that's what right. he was really saying is, is you know, they did it for the whole, but just the fact that, you know, she put those sacrifices out there, man. That's, 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 that's when you talk about a ride or die, Mirka's a ride or die. Yeah, Mirka's right. a ride or die right there, man. So I just
0: I'm, I'm sure Roger's sure pretty easy to ride or die for. <laughs> Right, I mean, when, he, when you get
1: them W's and everything, and that pass is coming in, and you got your own shoe deal, I don't know about anybody else got no shoes, but Roger got a shoe, so, yeah, I think she alright, yeah.
0: But do you know what, Isaac, you bring up a valid point, and, and sometimes I think people don't think about this, you see these players out on court, and you see them play their matches, and it's very important to understand that behind each player is a full team team. I mean, they're not just this individual out there. They have physios, they have agents, they have managers, they have coaches. They, you know, they have people, yes men and no women. And, <laughs> you know, they have, you know, and, and that really the, I guess, the higher rank, the player, like the, the larger their entourage usually right. is. So it is a whole team that, that creates the opportunities and the results that, you see this player get on on court, right?
1: Exactly. exactly. And, and
0: and and so Mir- Mirka can say, you know, I've been A1 since day one and <laughs> you know, but it, but furthermore, I like the fact that Roger and this is not the first time he's done it, he acknowledges yes. you know that. It, you know, for some people it can be very easy to take for granted. You know, you know, but she's the wife and she takes care of the kids, that's kinda like, you know, her responsibility in this marriage. And he says all the time, you know, a big reason why I can continue to still play. Yep. Is because, you know, Mirka and 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 the kids, you know, are supportive of the travel and not being home and because he said if they worked, I'd be out this would all yeah. stop. Exactly. You know. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm sure there'd be a conversation about that, but you <laughs> but, know, you know, we'd investigate all options. But <laughs> right, you know, they are truly part of the team. I tell you what, Bryce, and this
1: is kind of going back to one of our earlier topics that that we we kind of jumped on with Tommy Haas. If Tommy Haas is looking and playing the way that he looks and plays at 42, and Roger is mm-hmm. 39, about to be 40, Roger just might not call it an end as of next year because right. Roger to me is in as good if not better shape than Tommy Haas and he's 40 mm-hmm. so if he can maintain yeah. that at 42 we already know that Roger because he's so because his technique is so good and it's so flawless right. he, he he can play until you know I, to me I feel like he probably played to his mid 40s because again it's all about having the right technique and the right, right. you know decision making as it relates to how often you want to play where you want to play and to me I, I tell you what, seeing Tommy out there has given me kind of a new, view, uh, uh, I guess, viewpoint, if you will, on how long Roger might just be in this game. Because, again, if he comes out here in 2021 and his knee is right and he show out and he's able to get him a Grand Slam title, another one, I would guarantee you that Roger's going, that Roger
0: will push into 2022. I guarantee you he will. As long as he can compete, I am supportive of him being out there. Right. I I I don't want to see Roger go on the Venus Williams tour though. Um, right. You know, right. if he gets to the, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if he gets to the point where you know, like he getting stole on in the first and second rounds, and yeah. you know, but, but the fifteen yeah. fifteen year olds are taking him out a couple of times. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna want to go set it down. Yeah, I don't
1: think Roger will ever <laughs> let that happen. Roger be like, no. Nah. And but but I, and I don't mean to be mean and I pro- I you know cuz you know I love me some Queen V. Um, right. the difference in my head for those scenarios mm-hmm. is it's it's about technique and that's the same thing with Serena. True. I, I True. love Venus. I love Venus, but in truth, Serena is the one that got blessed with the the the, the, the you know, the the right like technique and the right strong right. production. I feel like Venus has always sort of been that very awkward, very just kind of, you know, she quick, she fast, she's athletic. And I think that she's forced that athleticism into championship tennis, whereas technique wise. Yeah, I just I just don't know that I would ever look except I think Venus's backhand to me was the only stroke in my in her volleys, of course, to me, were the, the strokes that to me were just. They were clean, they were consistent, they were just beautiful, beautiful strokes. Her forehand has always had issues. Her serve has always had issues. And I just feel like you have, you know, you have to have a complete game all around in order to right. be able to really be able to contend up into your 40s. And that's why we're seeing your Rodgers and your Serenas being able to compete as they reach you know, the age of 40 is because their technique is flawless. It's everything about their games are flawless. It, to me, honestly, with the two of them, it's all about their mental. It's literally about their mental. It has nothing to do with like their technique. They are incredible uh, tact It's just well, not, not tacticians. You know what I'm saying? They their strokes are beautiful, but it all comes down to, in my head, to the mental. Right. Well,
0: and remember, like we we believe Venus was the prototype. Yes. Yeah. So I think a lot of things in Serena's game were fixing things out of Venus's game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, and then I do think Venus, oh, sorry, Serena has a different level of competitiveness than Venus does. Yes. Be, and that, and that, that's not to say that Venus is not a great competitor and she doesn't fight for every point. Right. But I just get this feeling that she gets over losses a little easier than Serena does. Yes. And so Serena will do everything she can. Not to feel a loss. Well, right. Selena's diva. She diva, and that's
1: <laughs> a di- diva, divas don't want to lose to nobody. Diva right. is like, look, you ain't gonna show me up. Yeah, I don't right. care who you are. You ain't gonna show me up. And honestly, that's what I would put. You know, watching that The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. That's Michael. Right. J- Michael Jordan yeah. was diva. Yeah. He was diva yo. because he yo. was like, yo. You are not going to disrespect me, even if it wasn't meant for it as a disrespect. He was just yeah. like, and he would draw fire from that. So if you mm-hmm. lose, if they feel like they've been disrespected, they're like, uh-uh. And that's how Serena is, and that's her thing about being a defense. You're not going to show right. me up. You ain't going to show me up. And to me, that's where that, that fire comes mm-hmm. from with her. I, I, and right. I love it, of course. You know I love right. it, so.
0: <laughs> right, and, and, and like we've said before, I think because of that, Serena has been more willing to come up with, you know, game plan Bs, game plan Cs, because right. the ultimate goal for her is winning. Venus, is, for, for a large part of her career, has always been she wants to win the way she plays. The way she and, plays. And and if she doesn't win, then she'll have another opportunity to do this. Yeah, she, uh, yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know. They're, they're I know, am with you. Great, but it's easy to nitpick, right, between exactly. two of the greatest players that have ever played uh, the game on the women's side. So it,
1: Exactly. And, bro, one of the things talking about, mm-hmm. of course, Roger, Venus, Serena, all fantastic, great Wimbledon champions, I wanted to integrate the topic of Wimbledon into our discussion because, y'all, Wimbledon is, is showing out and in a very, very good way. Wimbledon was like, okay, we know we ain't gonna be ha- we won't have the tournament in 2020. We ended up getting our pandemic insurance, so we got us a little bit of money based on the fact that we couldn't hold it in 2020. So you know what? Out of the goodness of our hearts, we're going to take this $12 million, which was basically the prize fund, and we're going to spread it across the ATP and the WTA players. I want y'all to go on and tell me how awesome is that. To me, Wimbledon is just like, yo, We are the standard, and we are going to show y'all how to be a good establishment, to be good people, and to be good humans. I just felt like, man, it, it just gave me chills when I read that because I was like, good on you, Wimbledon. they not even right. holding it. The they could have been greedy and been like, nope, we're going to keep this and we're going to do all this stuff on the on the lawn and we're going to blah, blah, blah. And they could have really been selfish about it and they chose not to and they understood that players are struggling. Certain players are struggling right. and we're going to spread that money out and try and help the the folks that really, truly make this tournament what it is and that's the players. Bryce, go on and speak on
0: it, man. I just, yeah. Well, I've seen a couple of the players come out and make comments thanking Wimbledon for that and and, and acknowledging what a great gesture that was. But just to sprinkle a little salt on it, (laughs) I've heard that this situation might not happen again because the people that, you know, Wimbledon used to pay $2 billion a year for pandemic insurance. Mm -hmm. But now that we've had a pandemic, I can't remember what they said. They even said that insurance is either no longer available, <laughs> or it's like some ridiculous amount now. of yeah. money, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I don't know that they will have the same opportunity to do this again. So I'm glad that they nailed it, you know, this time around. Right. Um, but yeah, the insurance companies are like, yeah, I'm not getting that on this again. Because <laughs> I think, yeah, right? Because I think what they paid
1: in 17 and they're getting back 41. Is that right? Because they paid well, $2 million per year.
0: For, for for 17 years.
1: For 17 years. Okay. So it
0: was, so it was $34 million they had put in. Uh-huh. And they ended up getting paid out, or I think it was like one forty one or something oh, 141.
1: like that. One forty one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, they definitely got over in that sense, but right, I, yeah. It, so yeah, I guess I could understand the insurance companies like, no, <laughs> you are know, right. not gonna get us again. You got us once, you right? Us again.
0: Right. I get that. Well, hey think <laughs> we are getting close to the end of our hour here yeah. on on IG, and you know, and we've seen everybody coming in and saying hey. We waved at Katrina Adams. I don't know if she's still out there, but she came in and sat in Yay. with us for a second. So, right. hey, hey Miss Adams. But hey what now. we wanted to talk about just real quickly before we run out of t- time is we are working with a new app called Locker Room. And it is not out for the general public yet. It's in beta. Um, but we are one of the the teams working with them, and we are... Discussing tennis and having tennis discussions out there and engaging with fans. And it's a really, really cool application. Like I said, you can't currently just go to the app store and get it, but we are doing a show weekly on Locker Room at, I think it's five o'clock Pacific time on Wednesdays. If you are interested in participating in that show and logging in and dialoguing with us, we're going to kind of make it an after-show type deal of the recorded podcast we do each week. Send us a direct message in Instagram. Send us a message, uh, an email to our website through Facebook. And we will send you a link where we'll give you access to the beta version of the app where you can log in and join us so uh we'd love to have you there we had a great crowd actually last week um yes. that was there so once again that's five o'clock p.m pacific time on wednesday and direct message us and we will send you a link to join us isaac any thoughts about locker room and that
1: opportunity yeah man it's a great opportunity and yeah uh, it gives us a lot of uh Uh, possibilities to um, to not only talk about you know our show and do an after show if you will Um, we're going to look at it for other applications as well as it relates to brothers on tennis Uh, you might see us out there doing some live commentary I mean there's all kinds of wonderful things that uh, that we are looking at in regards to this partnership so
0: Bryce you know very very excited about this right so once again DM us if you are interested in participating also I want to give a quick shout out uh, to Isaac and potentially next month we are having our merchandise available online. Do you want to talk about that for a quick second? Yeah,
1: once again folks, we are about to open up our online store. It will be available off of our website www.brothersontennis.com that is b r u t h a s on tennis.com and folks the merch is gonna be there we are very very excited about this and again the month of August it will be pre-sale so basically you'll be able to get 15% off on the merch we got hats out there we got shirts we got hoodies we got sweatshirts we got your um, uh, your dry fit so and that's the one because we want you right. we want you wearing so we want you on the courts wearing that Brothers on Tennis out, uh, gear. So, yo, folks, it's going to be out there, and and just be ready for it. So get your purse, get your coins, get ev- get get what you need, and we want you to, uh, to, to get out there and get you some Brothers on Tennis gear because I'm trying to tell you, it makes a statement.
0: Bryce, don't it make a statement? It makes a statement. I, I had mine on yesterday when I was playing on the court. So, yes, sir. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and then – of course, with all this new stuff we're doing with Locker Room, with the online uh, merchandise, we are still delivering to you our podcast. So this segment here that we recorded on Instagram Live will be posted this week as a, a podcast, and you can still catch us on all those sites, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, with, you know SoundCloud, whatever you listen to. But remember, we are now adding this after show on Wednesdays, 5 o'clock in locker rooms so let us know if you want to participate in that so with that we want to tell everyone please continue to stay safe uh, please continue to watch so much of this great tennis that we have on TV during the corona period and we're going to keep our fingers crossed that the US Open on July the 31st is given the final blessing to proceed. so yes. with that this has been your boy Bryce this is your boy, Isaac. And we are Brothers on tennis. Everyone have a great one. Take care. For the ones who
1: work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so
0: everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need.